What is up, guys? It's Fernando Arias TV here with your fitness and business podcast. And today hey. uh, we have Jose here. So, Jose, how was the drive in today, man? It was smooth, bro, actually. Uh, aside from my little crash on the road, uh, it was good. Most definitely. I would have to say, everybody out there, be safe in the rain. Um, I've had an experience hydroplaning, and I know that shit's scary. Yeah, so. that's not good. Uh, to me, I was driving to the gym and I was just like, oh, just keep my distance, keep my distance. <laughs> so um, you drove all the way uh, from where? From San Diego, California. So that's where you live at right yeah, now? Yeah, that's where I live. I want to appreciate you for making the drive out uh, here. Thank you for having uh, me, man. I oh, appreciate for sure. it. For sure. So guys, Jose, tell the people who don't know you, just maybe like a quick little 30 second rundown okay. of who you are. Yeah. So my name is Jose Alvarado. Um, I own a media company, so I do a lot of social media uh, content for a lot of you know influencers youtubers celebrities stuff like that um i also deep dive a lot into what um facebook ads and instagram ads and stuff like that is so that's pretty much what i do okay okay and you also got into what the cryptocurrency yeah but uh, honestly honestly <laughs> i feel like 2021 has been like the year where i've kind of dabbled into a lot of different avenues in terms of like uh investments you know what i mean mm-hmm. like a little bit of crypto a little bit of stocks you know obviously now doing the car stuff so for sure for sure excited yeah so jose and i were talking about just multiple things that we have obviously your main business is your media company right yes yes um what is it that you like what are you currently working on right now what do you do right now uh in terms of like uh like my media company yeah um like, mm-hmm. yeah i mean so kind of like i was saying you know I, I work with a lot of like you know influencers and youtubers when it comes to like the media side of things uh, so I really just ha- either, you know, I'm editing or I'm creating content for them or I'm just helping them develop like a marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's basically what I emphasize a lot of like my media company. It's not just so much about the video creation, but what's the intention behind it? You know, you know what? I, I have a story. Um, uh, Talk to I, me. I had I had heard about you um, maybe about six months ago. OK. And uh, I was like, uh, I went onto his page. I went to your page and I was like, oh, YouTube um, packet uh-huh. special, and I was like, um, "I'm trying to get into YouTube. Let me see what happens." So I think I bought it. I don't know how much the price was, uh, but I bought it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I appreciate you for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was actually impressed by how you delivered. Mm. Um, you your follow up was great. Your delivery time was great. Um, and I was just like, oh, dude, this guy's legit. Appreciate it, man. You know, because sometimes when you buy things, um, especially that other people are doing, it's not a big company. Um, sometimes the communication's not there. Uh, multiple things. But for me, customer service wise, mm-hmm. you delivered. Thank you, man. Appreciate and when you that. did that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to work with this guy in the future. Appreciate that. And uh, I never imagined that we'd be doing a podcast together. Yeah. That. And and uh, it's it's pretty unique, man, just, just to what it's come. Yeah, no, and I appreciate it, you know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of the times, like, you know, obviously, you know, developing the whole um, influencer essentials kit, which is what he's talking about, um, you know, I had a lot what of... What is that kit? Can you explain it to them? Yeah, so that YouTube kit basically consists of, like, one of the main things that, you know, people, when they reach out to me, they see that I work with a lot of their favorite YouTubers or artists, and, you know, they're always like, hey, you know, like, how much for a YouTube intro, or hey, how much for a banner, or how much for this? And I was like, you know what, like, I'm going to create a concept where anybody that is into youtube can afford it so regardless if you're an influencer that has a million subscribers or a million followers on ig you're gonna pay the exact same amount as somebody who has maybe like five 
followers. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I made it Because it could be for anybody. Yeah, it can be for anybody. I made it the same price across the board, regardless of who you are. You know so, guys, I- anyone trying to start YouTube, you need a banner. You need some kind of design um, thing for that. Appreciate it, bro. Jose's Essential Package. I did it myself. Hey. Check it out. Appreciate it. So, that. I want to talk about how you got to what you're doing today. I mean, first of all, how did you come up with your name, the social media? Like, <laughs> like where, where did that orchestrate from? How'd you come up with that? Yeah, so I mean, everything that I do is super intentional, you know? So I always, because whenever, I mean, you got to understand the game of social media, right? A lot of times people will always tag you because they're up to something, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So whenever that person that wanted to tag me, I wanted people, as soon as they saw the URL or the at, I wanted them to know exactly what it is that I did. So mm-hmm. what better name than your social media guy? That means mm-hmm. that I do stuff related to social media. <laughs> and social media is like something that's, you know, kind of been trending for the last, you know, two years. It's not trending, man. <laughs> it is. It, it, yeah, it's yeah. what's here. Yeah, exactly. So I immediately, as soon as, as somebody tagged me, they would know exactly what it is that I did. You know, mad, so, mad yeah. kudos. Did somebody give you the idea for no, that? I just, all no, you? I just, all me, bro. All me. <laughs> yeah, I can give that to Because you know how sometimes sure. like somebody will like... Uh, they'll put that in front of their name, or they'll put uh, the official, uh, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 really just straight to the point, and it's super easy. So to all of you that are trying to do something, um, I think if you put what you do, I think it's a great thing. Yeah, especially because you know everything that you know is going on right now, it's social media based, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever you're around with somebody, let's say you know you're doing fitness or whatever, if somebody if you tags put fitness you, or the real yeah, whatever. exactly, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? People won't exactly know what that person is, and if they have an interest in that, they'll go ahead and click it and see what you got, and then follow. For sure, for sure. So right now, you been doing this for how long exactly? It's been about two and a half years on my own independently. And when was your big breakthrough? And if you don't mind, who was your big breakthrough? You know, honestly, a lot of a lot of people now know me because I work with a lot of you know influencers and YouTubers and celebrities. But honestly, I've been doing my I've been holding my own in the real estate space, you know, for the last two years. Okay, you know, I really only started going into the influencer and celebrity space when the quarantine hit. Okay. You know, so really, yeah. So it really hasn't been a long time. Okay, and wh- where's the more upside? I would say, to be for, honest, for me personally, <laughs> well, for me personally, the upside is in like what I love to do, right? Yeah. Because the income is still like pretty that. much the same, I but like at the end of the day, I'm happier working with YouTubers and celebrities because I have complete, you know, creative freedom. Like I, I don't feel like I'm. It's not a commercial. Exactly. It's you not a script. I mean? Yeah, I'm not trying to sell something. Or, you know, stuff. even though, like, I'm, I'm still passionate about being very intentional when it comes to that part of it. But at the same time, I feel like I have we're talking some, about passion. here. Yeah, exactly. Long term, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm obviously I this is my passion and I want to do this, you know, for the rest of my life. So if I'm doing it while I'm making money, while at the same time, I'm being creatively, you know, uh, happy with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. You know I, I mean? got you. I got you on both sides. So two and a half years, you started at the point when you first started, mm. but you still got to answer the question on the breakthrough, though. Yeah. Um, when you first started, did you know how to do what you do today at all? No, everything was self-taught, man. Everything. Okay. Everything. Like, when I first started, I, I, I'll, I'll be vulnerable. I was working at, at this mortgage company doing video for them. And mm-hmm. I knew that it wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do. Like, were you using iMovie? Were you using... No, I like- was. I, I went straight in pretty much into Premiere. 
you know, okay. because I had one of my friends like kind of like tell me like, oh, you know, Premiere is a good, you know, mm-hmm. actually Platform. I take that back. No, I take that back. No, I take that back because he was using Final Cut. He was using Final Cut and I was like, I just fell in love with Premiere. I love the okay. workflow of it. And, um, but yeah, that's kind of how I started. You know, from there. So you started working on the actual, like you were in, you said it was mortgages or realty yeah and mortgages on the okay mortgage side. yeah and so, then you start doing videos for them yeah so i actually wanted to become a loan officer um first because i thought that was what was going to be my breakthrough mm-hmm. you know because i come from a very limited mindset uh background and i thought mortgages or real estate in general was just going to be that thing that was going to change my life mm-hmm. and so during that process when i was interning um i was kind of helping them out with content because okay. this was barely when like social media was becoming a thing within the real estate industry. Mm-hmm. So content was, you know, the thing, you know, during that time. Obviously it still is. It's still in its infancy, but during that time was like when people were like, I gotta get in content, I gotta get in for content. Sure. So as a thank you for them taking me under their wing and coaching me, I was helping them out with content, whether it was photos or videos. And I wasn't that great, but at the same time, it was better than what was out there at the during that time. Well, <laughs> and, and i can only imagine because we're only talking about two years ago yeah, yeah um you know i've been into uh what we do been doing with uh prime sports nutrition content wise maybe about two and a half years three mm-hmm. years now mm-hmm. and when i first looked at the landscape mm-hmm. the landscape was Empty. especially i have to say straight up in bakersfield the standard was horrendous yeah um to what could be produced it is now you know so i was just like man there's so much room here to provide such premium quality Quality content content, yeah that you could just take over right so i'm I'm sure that's exactly what you're relating to yeah i mean that's exactly kind of how it happened you know i was like you know like this is going to be the future you know Mm -hmm. like if it was just at its infancy and it was already becoming a thing like even with what i was doing during that time it was so different Mm -hmm. you know even though it wasn't as great as how i create my content now but during that time it was just an upgrade from what was already available Mm -hmm. you know so from there i just started kind of like uh i started working at that mortgage company i ended up getting a job offer actually from the president of the company and that for me was like a turning point because i was like oh snap i never knew i can make a living so that was your breakthrough yeah okay that was that was my my og breakthrough and that's because it was a position just for content just because it allowed me to believe in my passion because okay. i kind of how i was telling you like from what i come from you don't make a living off a of camera simple you know I, mean? I mean it's it's you think you have to have a regular career yeah you gotta have that nine to five you gotta like you know go to school you mm-hmm. gotta like the traditional stuff and don't get yeah. me wrong the traditional stuff works for a lot of people but for me just that just wasn't the case and for me too guys yeah. that's a that's a damn for yeah. sure <laughs> <laughs> so you had your breakthrough and what was actually offered to you at this time like in terms of uh, income, like income, so and like I what you from, were working with, yeah. So I went from making like thirteen hundred dollars at the bakery that I was working at to making thirty seven fifty. Okay. So for me, I was like, I'm rich, you know. What <laughs> I mean? <laughs> so you're making thirty seven fifty an hour. And no, no, like a month. Okay. Yeah. Sal- okay. Like okay. a salary, but for me, that was like more than I had ever made in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, during mm-hmm. that time. Uh, but ultimately, what it really did to me was that it just kind of gave me that confidence because, you know. I've always kind of wanted more, but, you know, culturally, me being Mexican, when you want more and you're not, quote unquote, happy or satisfied with what you have, you're kind of ungrateful. You're taught, you're, you're kind of like conditioned to think that you're ungrateful, you know, for what you have. You know, they tell us like, you should be happy that you have food on your table, that you have a roof over your head, that you have shoes to wear, that you have clothes on your back. So anything above that 
you're kind of not normal person. Where where do you that where do you think that comes from? I mean, just you're you're talking about this at, at age 25, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the reason I'm I'm saying this, guys, I'm 28 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, from the age of because social media, you can now start to see things from a very tender age. Hundred percent. Um, you want to. You want to achieve the top. You you see other people doing what you want to be doing, living their life. Um, and to me, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing until yeah. I was like 25, 26. Same. Until social media really started. Right. Up. Like, yeah. I didn't know what the hell I was yeah. going to do. I just, I just knew that I had to work extremely hard. So in every position I ever had in my entire life, keep in mind, guys, I've been fired from a grocery store. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> like <laughs> they're like you didn't work hard enough you didn't <laughs> you didn't make this look good enough um like i've had 10 different jobs you know uh, but i also maintained a corporate job for years and mm-hmm. years uh but what i'm saying is at that age i didn't know what i wanted to do so if you're in the same position where you don't know what you want to do that's okay yeah because there's gonna be a certain point in time that something's gonna hit you that there's going to be an opportunity one day there's going to be a a light there's going to be some type of optimism some type of uh, direction on what you want to do and all you have to do is run with it 100 percent. and you can't quit yeah and let me add let me add on to that because i feel like a lot of the times like you don't feel that you're ever going to be something because of the limited options that are presented to you whether it's culturally or just kind of like within your circle, right? Mm-hmm. But when you, when you understand that there's so much out there that you can do, there's so many freaking options in the world. You just especially have to find, now, yeah, you just have to find the one that best fits you. Mm-hmm. And when you understand that, then that's when you're able to really thrive. You know, for a, I mean, for a lot of people, like school isn't really you know the route that they want to take, <laughs> right? Because I, I mean, if you really think about it, school prepares you to kind of. Well, I, I personally, I personally think, um, like, like a lot of, to me, I think school is outdated. I don't think it mm. prepares you for the um, real world, the real world finances. I think it's more of a system. I think it's more of a, of a, a trained way to make think people live their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to me, there's so much more out there than just, um, studying government and history and, and mathematics and, yeah. and English. I, I, I think uh, there's so much more in the real world life that you're going to have to 100%. deal with. Like, um, you know, the type of people you're around, yes. if you should have mentorships, the type of discipline that you should build through sports, sportsmanship and things like that. Being a good person. I mean, I, there's so many things that kind yeah. of go into this. There's so much education. out. For me, I always thought like, why am I going to take prerequisites to be able to barely even start my career? Right. I always thought I was like, how is that? You know, like, why do I need to take something that I don't even want to learn before I can even get into my career? So for me personally, I feel like I learn more as I fail forward, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like that educates you more than studying from a book. Yeah. Right. Like it, as as you try things, you adjust, you know, like a lot of times, like people have that that fear of like, OK, what if I do this and it doesn't go wrong? Well, I mean, if it does if, what if I do this and it doesn't go right? Well, that's a good thing because now you're learning because you're immersing yourself in that career and in that craft that whenever you do make a mistake, you're able to learn from that and adjust and get better. 
100%. When I just moved to LA October 1st of last year, and um, it has been probably, and, and I say, I feel like I say this every time, like every time I go through exponential growth, I feel like I say it. It has probably been the foremost instrumental months of my entire mm. life. And that's just because I am experiencing the real world for what it is. Mm. I'm experiencing what it is to be in an elevator with somebody that doesn't even look at you and doesn't care what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm in such a fast paced world now where it's kind of like everybody's in their own mind. Exactly. Their own world. Right. To coming to a place where I don't know anyone in the sense that I, there's nobody that I can call and be like, yo, come over. Uh, let's let's fucking chill. Let's yeah. get a drink. Let's yeah. uh, let's conversate. Yeah. Let's let, whatever. Like, let's go. Uh, let's go to the fucking gym together. Like, there is none of that. Yeah. Right. But I didn't experience that until I fed myself into the wolf's den. And I was mm. like, oh, smack. Yeah. It's a you completely know? different world. And, and that's why I think rural world life experiences um, shorten that growth period, I would say. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They, they, they expedite that because then your back is pushed against the wall. And you really have to think like, you know, there was a point in time where I asked myself, like, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, is this what I really wanted? Did, did I really want to experience uh, not... I've come from a place where I completely know everyone in my entire daily life um, to now where I don't even know the person at the front desk of the gym, mm. you know, and, and that throws so much humbleness to you to be grateful for the relationships that you have, to be able to understand that, you know, uh, being able to conversate and uh, communicate with people mm. is actually Something that you should be extremely thankful for, mm -hmm. you know, and you shouldn't take that for more than you shouldn't take it for, for, granted. for granted. Yeah. And to me, living life like that and, and putting yourself in the most uncomfortable situations can probably be one of the biggest amounts of growth that you could probably experience as a person. Yeah. And I feel like ultimately, if you want to get to where you want to get, that's the fastest way to do it by failing forward. You know, because mm -hmm. in reality, you never really fail. You just learn from the process of it. You know what I mean? Like for now, sure, if you're ever as, as a person again, of of, yeah. I would classify ourselves as overachievers mm -hmm. of 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 wanting more, mm -hmm. not settling. At that point in time, you see every failure not as a failure, but as a lesson learned. Yeah, exactly. Right, and then that's what you're saying. It's a skill set that you learn along the way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because now you're positioning yourself in a place where Anything that you go through and you experience is actually adding to your skill sets as you grow. Mm -hmm. so a lot of times people don't realize that if, if you don't ever experience challenges in your life or in your career, whenever you're at the top, if you get to the top, let's say randomly just spike there, mm -hmm. you're going to come back down because mm -hmm. you haven't yet experienced those, those situations where you kind of had to like adjust and navigate through the challenges and the difficulties and those challenges and those difficulties allow you to excel when you're in that position that you've always wanted to be, you know? And that's kind of what I, what I see myself in is because when it comes to like this whole like YouTube side of, of who I am now, like I was already a somebody to myself before 
people really knew of me you know i kind of proved to myself who i was based on the actions that i that i did and my decisions that i took before people knew me mm -hmm. you know now that people know you there's an extra i would have to say motivation mm -hmm. and right? i have and i have that confidence to believe in myself mm -hmm. of who they think i am you know because sometimes like i feel like people that grow really fast kind of struggle a lot because they feel like why well, i literally went from being what i thought was a nobody to being a somebody to people now there's these expectations that i've never even imposed on myself you know <laughs> and, and and that's Do the you, truth is, is that something you've experienced with some of the influencers you've worked with yeah and i feel like a lot of the people that grow really fast they kind of battle with depression a lot because they don't they went from being this to this mm -hmm. you know what i mean like well like they're, li they're living almost a sort of two lives exactly because the decisions that you've made before were just kind of your decisions and if, and if they were wrong you're the only one that kind of had to like deal with it now it's like if you make a decision at that level there's all these people's different expectations and if you're not used to that like it'll consume you bro you know what i mean it'll like it'll completely change because it's somebody judging you exactly there's mm -hmm. way more people judging you like this mm -hmm. you know what i mean and I, I, I for me personally like kind of going back a little bit you know i i i feel like the reason why i'm i i thrive in being alone and just kind of being myself is because i pretty much grew up like that mm -hmm. you know like my my childhood wasn't like a picture perfect childhood like you know my brother passed away and then immediately my parents separated and you know then from there like my mom she kind of went through this period of, of depression to where i felt alone this whole time right even though i know my mom was there but like i felt still alone i had to like grow uh like on my own on my own and for me even though during that moment it kind of sucked like now as an adult and as i'm doing what i'm doing it gives me that confidence to know that i'm capable of anything you know what I mean? If I if I can endure that, I can endure anything. Guys, I will tell you, there will be very, 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 very dark moments. Um, a lot. In I think in in a lot of our lives, and um, I think with social media, it's it's simple to think that you know somebody's life is is a highlight. Uh, that is perfect. That it's so immaculate. It's it's the life you want to achieve and. He's saying it there there's people that go through depression and it's it's at every single level you know uh and i and i think it's extremely important that you understand that that life doesn't it's not gonna be easy it's yeah. it's gonna be full of challenges and hurdles but as long as you can persevere as long as you can see those challenges as like oh hey you know what i need to experience this yes that's that's key right there because if yeah. not you're just always gonna feel unworthy a of victim. the things that come yeah exactly and yeah and that's another big thing too you know like for me when i was younger when i was going through it i i did play that victim role you know because i was like oh why is this happening to me like why this why that until i started taking like responsibility for myself and I started realizing that the world wasn't going to be easy on me. And I had to like step to the plate and just kind of do my thing. That's when I really understood that, you know, I'm, I'm, th the world is never going to be fair ever, mm -hmm. ever, you know, it's never going to play like perfectly. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? It's up to you to kind of like navigate through that whole, you know, challenges and stuff like that to be able to become the best version of yourself. Because and, and, and I, I heard this, this quote on a song the other day and it's, it's, uh, 
you know i live every i live seven days a week like it's game seven mm. you know and and it to me it just it hit me so hard because life isn't fair mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. life Never. you know you could be doing so many great things and boom it could be all gone and um to me i look at it like that and and i look at is is the most a bit the best thing you can do is inspire mm-hmm. and and be an example of getting through challenges and getting through hurdles and, and navigating through what it is to go through certain levels because mm-hmm. once you start to peel back that curtain once you start to go through the opposite way of the way things that ordinarily are you start to see that you you go through different challenges and you have to be able to to take those punches you have to be have able to. to to navigate through them and, and experience that you know what this is actually normal yeah this it's is part okay. of the game so confidence we'll have to take a deep dive into that but confidence is definitely comes with being able to to be in a good place yeah I think as a person, we all go through so many things, but being able to be in a good place where your habits are on check, mm-hmm. where your routines are on check, s- simply waking up at the same time every day, simply eating the right things you want to be doing mm-hmm. every day, simply like for me, big thing, achieving the gym every day. Mm-hmm. That's a habit. That's a that's a thing that I want to get done every day because that brings peace to myself yeah that, that brings a completeness yeah like right? a check yes like exactly i did that cool i'm good i can move on to the next thing so with that that brings that confidence in whatever i'm doing yeah and then i also think i i feel like for me personally i was like a super non-confident person i still i still struggle with like being confident on certain things and one of the things that I always tell people is like, I literally had to force myself to quote unquote, be confident because I don't come from that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like my mom, she's never been the mom that has always encouraged me to like go after some crazy things. You know, she's always been like very, very fearful, a very fearful person. My dad has never really been there. So for me, I, I'm, and then being bullied in, during middle school and high school, like, you tell me what that does to you like you know my mom was my biggest bully even though i know that was never her intention obviously i know she had a lot on her plate but going from that and then also being bullied at school like my confidence was like at zero you know so when i started kind of like believing in myself i was like you know what like it doesn't really matter what people think of me it's what i think about myself so every challenge that i attack and that i that i approach is always knowing that I'm trying to prove something to myself. Well, to me, I think it's as we grow into this age of maturity, into this age of of actual life. Yeah, you know, I you don't really have so many things to cover for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not in high school. You're not around the cool mm-hmm. kids. You're you're not around the the protective measures that you're seen as uh, like the guy right Mm -hmm. once you hit the real world life then it's like okay what do you do yeah what you making Mm -hmm. you know who do you know and yeah things like that (laughs) so once you start to then that's when you're then that's how people are judgmental of you right 
then at that point in time, it's kind of like, oh, that's who this person is. Yep. And and once you you start to really see the real world life, then that's when you start to build that that actual. You can build that confidence mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you understand what you've been through. You yep. understand that upbringing. You understand that that what you went through as you have turned it into a big reason yeah. why what you do. Yeah, and it's a self you know motivating factor in my life. Like I always mentally when I'm when I'm having a difficulty like making a decision, I'll take myself there. And when I take myself there, that's when I'm like, okay, that's not who you are. Get going. You know? Yeah. And you just go and then you adjust and you pivot from there and just straight to the top. You know got I mean? you, got you. Wanna ask you. Talk to me. Because when when people look at, hey, I wanna start this, I wanna I wanna start to do this, they look at the competition. Mm-hmm. How do you see if you even look at the competition, right? Or how do you um navigate towards what people in your line of work do you know for me that's a that's a very very good question because for me personally like there's so many creatives coming into the game you know like every single day and they're extremely talented they have the time and they're only gonna get better they're only gonna get better you know what i mean as there's more content being put out more there's platforms always, more yeah things. there's levels to the game but one of the things that i always think about is like i'm not like them you know like what makes me me is being me all the time you know and and it's it's guys crazy. if you're dating right i have to tell you be yourself yeah just be yourself <laughs> at the end of the day you have to understand that you know if they're gonna like you it's because you're yourself a hundred percent and i feel like that's the biggest they're gonna like, like your content yeah. it's because you it's you exactly and don't get me wrong there are those times where i'm like god damn like you know like this person's a beast you know what i mean but at the same time, like, there's enough for everybody. You know, like, what, if people gravitate towards you, they might not gravitate towards me. And the people that gravitate towards me might not gravitate towards you. And that's okay. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, there Fam, might be somebody. As, as a nutrition shop, as, as brands, I completely understand that as well. There's going to be my supporters. There's going to be my people. And it's called a power base. You're going to have your people that with you tough no matter who you are you're gonna have your people that are about you and you have to believe that you're going to influence and you're going to be there for them and that at the end of the day that is your share of the pie yep right and there's gonna be people with different levels there's gonna be people with a different way of doing things in the same of my business, same in his business, I think this is just how it's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, especially in my business, it kind of became when I first started, it wasn't as popular. Now that social media is, you know, blowing up, like my craft has just blown up. You know, there's mm-hmm. like people going coming into the game. You know, cameras are more accessible. Everything is a lot more accessible. So, but I mean, at the same time, it's like I feel like. You bring something of value. You know what I mean? Like somebody that might be coming in barely into the game and you already have two, three years on them. They're going to look at you and be like, damn, like this person has built, you know, whatever I want to build, you know? And it's, and it's, it's motivating and encouraging because like when I see somebody, I can see like, damn, that person's super talented or I never even thought of that. But at the same time, they're looking at me as like an example of who they want to become. Of course. They're going to be looking at who you're working with. They're going to be looking at your 
your your book of business. Yes. Your clientele. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, hold up. <laughs> how did you? How did you? Yeah. Do that? How's you he working I mean? with that person? It's, it's like there's so much talent. Like for me, the one of the things that has been mind blowing is like me being so new to the influencer space and. And by influencer space, I mean like the YouTubers, like the Latino YouTubers. And I'm like, I work with the majority of all of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And prior to Mad that. kudos to you. And, and prior to that, like there was like nobody going after them. And I'm like, how is that even possible? You know what I mean? I don't know if it was. It's like a blue a, ocean. Yeah. It was like, I don't know if it was fear of people reaching out to them. Or I don't know if it was fear of what. But think about it. It took me. 28 years to even get, think about going into that space and there was really nobody that was really as consistent in that game mm -hmm. you know what i mean and now it's like i pretty much opened the doors for other people to see what's possible guys 28 years yeah. you know uh <laughs> there's a lot of people asking questions like you know what 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 am i to do what to do Again, that that's that's a self that that right there is a, evident of what it takes to do certain things. It's it's not saying that it's going to take you that long, mm -hmm. but it's just saying that that sometimes you know what you're trying to do is going to take you long. For me, I think that would be more of the message for today because I, I want to give you guys because I've been having so many questions as far as like you know. How did you get to do what you do? What are you doing? Like, why is it that this is coming now? And it, it is just the fact that, you know, you should definitely follow your passion. You should definitely follow where you think you can help people. Mm -hmm. Me starting what I started to do, I started what I do today because I was a person in your shoes, in your exact same shoes that felt there was a need for somebody to be able to give direction advice and help and answers and i was that exact person wondering the questions of how do i start to lose weight how do i walk into a store and ask the question and hey i want to be as yoked as you i yeah. want to be bigger than you mm -hmm. you know i was that person asking those questions and and now i'm living that but it's the same thing for you. You you can start somewhere. We all start somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like how I was saying, like there's so many people that are super talented in, in, in my space and they come to me for advice. You know what I mean? And it, it's it's humbling. And it's a blessing too because that's, that's when, I, when I remind myself, I'm like, okay, like you still bring something of value regardless of how talented you think that you are or that you aren't. You still bring something of value to the marketplace. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like that probably has been my biggest um leverage is that i didn't wait for that door to be open i went and made sure that 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 i opened that door now everybody that follows regardless of how talented they are or not they're always going to respect what i did first for the game you know what i mean same thing for you like you know let's say somebody that you know you might not even know that you're inspiring is like looking at everything that you're doing and regardless of the challenges that you might feel like that you go through in your head that person still looks at you in admiration because of what you've done you had the confidence to go after something that they were fearful of. You know, and you know what, guys, as, as we we're kind of talking about earlier, I'm so optimistic about what what this year has to bring, what life has to bring, what connections have to bring. Um, and, and now that I'm in L.A. and talking about that I've been here and now I'm settled, 
um, I just settled in literally as a home a week ago. I mean, yeah. they were talking about this. Uh, I fixed my place up and, and just made it really homey. But now it's allowing me to understand what you guys are seeing because I've been in such a workflow mode. I've been in such a do or die kind of mindset that I had to establish myself and get things going here that now I'm starting to see the fruits of my labor that now I'm starting to see what I'm actually doing on a daily basis is working. And, and now it's about optimizing and making it even more efficient. So now to me, it's being able to find that good place in me and be able to get back to you guys is such a huge thing. Mm. You know, and, and I feel it's such a good place right now, especially having youth here today, Jose, um, to to be able to give back to you guys, because I, to me, being in a such good place mentally, I think mental health, mental clarity um, is it's such. Huge. Yes, it's huge. And, and I feel like it's one of the most important things in any entrepreneur's career. You know what I mean? Because when you have that mental health, then you're able to see clear. Because when you don't, you just feel like everything and anything is. You like, feel like everything's out to get you. Exactly, hundred percent, bro. <laughs> you know that around the head. Like That's exactly how it feels you, like. You, you feel like, like you're in a place where, where it's. it's this rain is messing up my <laughs> you know, growth. It you is. I mean? It is. It, and instead, I look at the rain with clarity. I'm like, oh hey, you know, I was driving this morning and. And I was surprised to see the moon out like at seven in the morning. It yeah. was like a full moon. One, uh, one thing that I I, um, I was I always self analyze and I self reflect all the time. And one of the, the things that I've kind of been feeling at the beginning of this year has been like I'm always on the go. I'm always go 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 go. And I had two days of just downtime, and I was freaking out, bro. I was like. What, I'm not doing anything Like I'm not progressing <laughs> Like what's going on But I get it because You kind of feel like you're doing You said it perfect You feel like something's wrong Yes Because you're not you've, You're so used to just Fast paced environment go, go, go. That you're like Wait what the fuck Did I yeah. not talk to somebody Yeah Did I not hit somebody up To am schedule I, am, my day Yeah Am I failing Am I like you know What's going on But then you realize After those two days You allow yourself to Intake those days And it's like wow Like I can breathe again I'm human I'm human I, I can see bigger now. I can I can see further now. I can, you know, I, I now analyzed, you know, one of the things that I was missing. Maybe I was just missing spending a little bit more quality time that energized me more to be more efficient in my craft, to be more efficient in my career. And sometimes you got to understand that those down days are still progression days. Just like it is, and, and this is going to go into my follow-up question and our last question of this podcast. Um just like an off training day is at the gym, it allows your body to reset. It allows your body to recollect. It allows yes. your body to rebuild and refresh itself. Yeah. Because the next day you go in, you're going to be like, oh, damn, I want to get it today. Get it. Yeah. I want to I come in here. I want to come out sore as fuck. I want to be sweating. One of the best, bump, best yeah. pumps. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And. Because when you're tired and you're training and you're overtraining, you know that you need a, a a rest day, but you're scared what a rest day will do. Yeah, because you feel like you're falling behind. Yeah, you feel like you're not going to make yeah. the game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you're not progressing. But in reality, those down days are what helps you 
progress 10 times more than if you were just go, go, go all the time. Reset. Yeah. You need those reset and you got to embrace them and just kind of disconnect. And I, and I know it's hard. Trust me. Like, cause for me, it's like really, really hard when I'm at home and I feel like I'm just doing nothing. I, I start stressing out. I start getting anxiety. I, I've actually went through something personally where, um, you feel like you have so much completeness. Like, uh, you feel like you have your family. You feel like you have your, the love of your life. You feel like you you have home. But then you have this free time and you feel like you, you're not using it to work. Mm-hmm. And that, that creates this discomfort. like Huge discomfort. Like, like, oh, shit. And I've been there so many times. And sometimes I have to fact check myself and be like, yo, dude, you've been working all week. Yep. Like, enjoy these four hours. Of downtime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Enjoy this night. You have to. And I feel like as entrepreneurs, business owners, or, you know, whatever your, your, your craft is, you kind of fall into the trap of like that rat race. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Regardless if that rat race is something that you're passionate about or, you know, you're doing the career that you want to do, you still fall in that trap. And you have to understand that you're, you have to be able to detach yourself for a little bit to become better and grow and see maybe things. Cause a lot of times we get tunnel vision, bro. When you're working, 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 you're like this. You know what I mean? And there might be a shortcut here or a huge opportunity that you're not even mining to just because you're so work mode, you know? One of the things that for me has been kind of like a game changer per se has been me working harder doesn't always mean progression, but it does mean burnout. Mm-hmm. And what I, I mean agree. by I yeah. and what I mean by that is like when I started realizing that, I'm like, okay, like I, I can have these like bursts of working hard, but how can I translate those into working smarter, working efficient, efficient? There's, there's days, guys, where I'll work, and I will kid you not, um, I will say like, man, that was fucking easy, and it's because the only reason it was easy is because I knew that I knocked out my top three, five. 10 priorities for that day mm-hmm. And it was just the fact of doing them So the fact that I actually Did them and completed them it Gives you that sense of satisfaction It's it's that It takes away that stress That yep. anxiety yep. Yeah Right Because you did what you were supposed to do And now it's a check mark Yep, yep. Right completed. And that's efficiency Versus thinking You know what I need to do this Do that Do this Do that And fill up a full 10 hours but in reality, you didn't knock out any important things. Exactly. I can tell myself, for example, I could be in my shop eight hours a day. And just by me saying I was inside my shop for eight hours a day, it will make my 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 hard work mentality think, oh, I worked really hard today. Mm-hmm. Or I could be like, you know what? You know what? During these eight hours, I'm going to knock out... Um, these five tasks connect with these five people get a brand new product um connect with this new person uh get with this ambassador and do this and we'll knock out an important project and by the third hour i'm like damn we did a, we did fucking work yeah yeah you know and and at that point in time that's because you're being efficient with versus yes yep. and now you know you have the rest of the time to to do other things that are maybe not such a priority, but you can do them because you've knocked out the most yeah. important task of the or day. Or even just take time to just kind of work on yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
You always have to. You always have to. Maybe hitting the gym, you know, uh, personal maybe, time. Yeah, exactly. You have to have those personal times in order for you to, you know, keep going forward. So to me, the last time we're talking, uh, you actually did some competing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. What exactly? What show did you participate in, and and what, what happened during that transition? I did a men's physique uh, show in Culver City. It's about two and a half years ago, I would say. And during that process, I feel like the biggest thing that I got from that wasn't just the transformation of my body, but me in high school and all that. I was always bullied for being skinny. Jose was shredded. <laughs> I was always bullied for being skinny. So what that turned for me was like. A new level of confidence knowing that i wasn't what people thought i was mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i feel like in anything in life that you do like in in business or in life the moment that you prove to yourself that you're not what people might count you as it's a huge game changer you know it really I mean? is because yeah. uh i just posted up a transformation picture yesterday speaking it's of huge that. bro and i was like god damn i don't i don't see it as much <laughs> but i remember being in that position I never, I'll straight up, I never lost the confidence. I've always been extremely confident. Um, uh, just growing up from kids and growing up with four older brothers uh, who just picked on my ass. Mm-hmm. So to, to me, I, I've always had that. Um, confidence. That confidence, but going into the actual like transformation, I know that I've obviously made some transformation in regards to my mindset yeah and understanding how it worked yeah you know because to me it's extremely important what you just touched on one of my biggest things was when i was in high school there was always that that kid who um was fucking built shredded Mm -hmm. yoked you know no reason yes (laughs) just genetically gifted and there's gonna be those people and i was like you know what it's you know, starting the gym, I started the gym at 21. Fucking, I was like skinny fat, 210, couldn't even bench 10 pounds, barely the bar. And at that point in time, I'm thinking to myself, man, I really need to build up. And it, to me now, it's not even about how much weight I can do. I don't, I wouldn't even say it um, because it's more of physique. Mm-hmm. It's more of like the discipline that it takes to be able to train myself each and Every single day, the consistency to be able to do it. Yeah. Uh, how often do you train right now? What are you doing? Honestly, I've been kind of straight up, bro. Honestly, straight up. Like I just been like a lot of a lot of really good things started falling in my place in my plate. So I just kind of have been adjusting from there, right? And I kind of took a step back from that fitness because even though I still train at home, like mm-hmm. when I'm at nighttime, but I use it mainly as like my mental clarity, okay, you know, training and stuff like that. So it shifted a little bit from just being physical to more mental. But at the same time, don't get me wrong. That's one of the things that stresses me out. <laughs> it's know? like a check mark. Yes, exactly. And that's a part of who I know I am. And I haven't been doing that. So it like drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and I've gotten to the point now where I've kind of been able to kind of shut it down a little bit. But I know whenever I'm at home chilling and it, it just... It triggers me, bro. It like triggers like you don't me have so that, bad. That uh, that ability to just relax, exactly. Because I know like what shit. I'm I should have done an hour. Of exactly. Because I know my potential. I know what I'm passionate about. And when I'm not going after what I'm passionate about, it drives me crazy. How long did you train for prior to that show? Um, I was on and off for about two years, 
And for then that you show, decided to do the show. Yeah, it was more of like a spontaneous thing. Like somebody that you know was uh, a friend of mine during that time. Mm-hmm. He was heavy into like competing. Like mm-hmm. he had competed multiple times. And one day he was just like, "All right, like you know, let's all compete. Like just kind of like a challenge." And we all did it in three months. So it was just <laughs> it like a three-month prep, twelve weeks. Yeah. Well, guys. We have a transformation challenge. Make sure you guys sign up. Uh, if you guys see my social media, you guys should definitely check it out. That's going to wrap up today's uh, podcast. Sir. Jose, thank you for thank making you for having life. me, bro. Dude, it was a pleasure. Always. Um, it's been amazing. Uh, definitely uh, one that I would love to for you guys to share, for you guys to um, subscribe. Take, some, Make sure you guys take subscribe. some sort of value today. Um, because at the end of the day, uh, Jose is somebody that I see as I, I will see this guy post A fucking story about reading a book Whether it's fucking five pages Or a hundred pages I still respect it because any pages that you read From a book is something that you're self-improving mm-hmm. Right uh, And I'm just saying because I have a I have a, a bar of at least reading Something each and every single day mm-hmm. You know um, and, and to me those are little things that he does That he motivates me um and and i take so much of it out of it you know and and just not just that but his quality of work so guys share hope you guys love this enjoy this subscribe like everything we'll see you guys next time Peace. peace